fight for freedom wherever there's trouble. G.I. Joe is there. G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe is there. Is Cobra Commander with an ultimatum for the United States? Cobra now possesses a weapon that makes us invincible. We call our device DT Pod, a real American podcast. Observe this little demonstration. I'm recording. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to a brand new edition of DT Pod. Sorry about the delay. Dennis was moving, and it was the holidays, and my family was sick, and everybody just got really, it's got a little hectic around here. So I apologize for the delay. I am Bob. Hello, and that is Dennis. Hi. My son can actually say Dennis and point and talk to Dennis, which was really cool. It made me, made me pretty yeah. happy. If he's said, look, he's saying Dennis now. You can't hear him, but he's saying <laughs> He said he wants to talk to Dennis. That's awesome. I know. I can hear him. I know. That's so cool. Um, what was I going to tell you? Oh, yeah. So apparently there's another episode of this miniseries that I was I just forgot about. But we're, this is after, after this, we're going to do a Star Trek because I miss Star Trek. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched TNG in so long. Dude. Like since we did the last recording of TNG, I've watched other every other Star Trek. I've watched a few episodes, but I haven't watched any TNG. I'm dying for it. Dude, I watched, um, uh, uh, what is the one where Worf's looking for his dad? He gets information from James Cromwell. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, the, D- the Birthright? Yeah, the DS9 crossover. I watched that one the other night just for the hell of it. And I was like, this is so awesome. Like, I, can't, I cannot wait to watch TNG again. I'm stoked. Yeah. And then like, yeah. And I've never, like I said, I've never seen deep space nine. So after TNG, I guess we're doing DS nine, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm for some reason, I'm also excited to watch Voyager. I don't know why I, I can't explain the Voyager thing lately, but I don't know. I think I saw that on Twitter, right? It's because of the uh, lost in space. That's <laughs> I, I, prepped you for, right? I, I love lost in space. It's such a weird <laughs> show. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and and we are we're joined by a very bearded Keith. Look at that thing. What's up, gentlemen? <laughs> Bobby's coming over to talk to Dennis. Say hi, Dennis. Hi, Bob. Hi, hey, Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> Don't lick the microphone. Say hi, Dennis. Hi, Dennis. Can you say hi to Mr. Keith? Hi, Mr. Keith. <laughs> <laughs> This is the cutest episode of uh, ever. Yeah, this this will get all the chicks moist. Hi, Mister Keith. <laughs> hi, hi Mister Bobby. Um, I think. Hi, Mister Keith. Hi, Mister Keith. Hi, Mister Keith. Mr. Keith on the roof of the world. I think I think what uh, maybe Bobby wants to start his Thomas the Train podcast. Maybe I'll set that up. Yeah. <laughs> we can work it in. Yeah, dude, we can work it. Sounds a Thomas, good to me. A Thomas the Train. I'm pretty. St- <laughs> I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, so yeah, so next week I know because Keith said Keith's been telling me on Twitter too. So Keith, you missed it. Next week will be a Star Trek week. So I got to figure out what episode we want to watch. Okay. So. Uh, what are, I, what was the last one we did? I guess Ariel, right? Or Aquiel? I guess we'll watch that one and review it. Or did we release Ship in a Bottle? 
Yes, we did release ship in a bottle. If I had my phone in front of me, I could look. Okay. But um, but yeah, I want to say we released ship in a bottle. Hang on, let me get. I have my phone. Does that help? Does it have the the podcasts on them, or is it? No, no. So then, no, it doesn't help at all. Oh wait, yeah, I can open Stitcher and see. Oh yeah, yeah I, got, I got iTunes up here. Oh blah 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 blah. All right, here we go. There we go. I got my here we go. Let's see here. The last, the last Star Trek episode we released was Ship in a Bottle. Okay. So then, yeah, Ap- so I think Ariel was next. Yeah, Aquiel, if you will, because I have Aquiel. Yeah. I have. Aqu- gets, um, yeah, because I released Aquiel that we recorded on uh, Patreon. But I feel like I, I can't ask people to give me money for Patreon and then release material because that would just be wrong. So we'll we'll record a new Aquiel. You holding it hostage? Yeah. Oh, I already I already released it. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> so yeah. So we'll do that. Well, so we're gonna talk about Patreon real real quick. I have appreciated the old Mike and Bob stuff popping up. Yeah, it's cool, man. I get the oh, little Lucan Wolf bit was up there. That was cool. <laughs> so so yeah, man. It's fun. We're having a good time. And uh, let's uh, let's talk about GI Joe. Yes. Uh, this episode is what was the name of this episode? Uh, rooftop fight, a battle on the, the rooftop. Uh, battle on the fifth roof of the world. Yeah. 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 You know, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say this now, and I don't want to make it sound jerky, but a GI Joe podcast, I think, is better in theory <laughs> than an actual practice. <laughs> So kind of like the science of G.I. Joe, it's better in theory than actual practicality. (laughs) (laughs) So, Dennis, do you want to take over from here? You want to do some stuff? Sure, yeah. Just, uh, here we go. They start off at the old Palace of Doom, where Shipwreck and Rough Trade were falling into a hole in the ground. And uh, Lady J has her rocket net spear. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she's such a wild <laughs> She should have just opened up her vag. That is so hot. Just, oh, she- I figured Rough Trade would have liked the fact that he was going down in a deep hole. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's not the first time. Mm-mm. He's been in a muddy hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a giant canyon, if you will. Yeah. I believe I, I believe the hole was gaping is the term we want to use. It was a gaping <laughs> hole. Yeah. Yeah. Shipwreck watches those videos. Well, Shipwreck pulled that, that grappling hook out and it kind of expanded and I don't even want to know what he uses that for, you know, behind the scenes. You know, that that whole grappling hook slingshot maneuver, that was like the riskiest thing to ever do in the world because they barely made it. They had just <laughs> enough force to reach the edge of the uh, the crack there. If Lady Jane had thrown her spear just a little bit higher, they yeah. could have gotten over the the edge there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, Shipwreck talks about how he loves danger, and then Rough Trade kind of grabs him from behind, and they, everybody kind of gives this nervous laugh. Oh, they know what's going to happen uh, there. He's going <laughs> to rape him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love da- so I love they, I, lo- uh, I love danger and my definition of danger is unprotected gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> this was the 80s. I and, mean, yeah. and also the by HIV was moving out. Also by danger I mean no lube. Just <laughs> <laughs> 
he's got a self-lubricating butthole. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, so um, over at the island of no return, the weather has caused the Earth's crust to crack. How does that happen? How does that happen? How does the weather cause the Earth's surface to crack underwater? Underwater? What the what is going on? Like this is like the whole the uh, ultimatum wave from uh, from the ultimate Marvel Ultimate Universe. And that magneto ship the, po- yeah. the poles and it causes weather to go crazy all over. It's like okay, <laughs> that makes sense. That book sucked. <laughs> but then the cool, I st- the dumbest part of the episode was the smoke screens. Was the, the yeah, what, there was smoke screen fight. It was I, the, I thought it was nice. They color coordinated it. I knew who was who. <laughs> but, but like, it was. I mean, the science and the military tactics on GI Joe are terrible because GI Joe's like, well, let's throw up a smoke signal so they won't see us. And then Baroness gets the great idea. Well, let's fight their smoke screen with a smoke screen. So there's two smoke screens. <laughs> yeah, it's like let me counter their move with more smoke. <laughs> Oh it's gosh. like you know what worked maybe a fan how about maybe a fan to blow the smoke out of like no 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 <laughs> what'll get rid of smoke is more smoke i don't know if you guys knew that but <laughs> or more smoke get rid of smoke but you know what well it was gonna it's it was so gonna stupid. combine together and go through a crack in the earth of, in you know in the earth and it would have gotten all sucked up into there with the lava is this how the uh, the smoke monster on lost got created <laughs> maybe the i have cover smoke and the gi joe smoke <laughs> so stupid yeah, and see, they didn't realize, like, Baroness doesn't realize one of the properties, physical properties of smoke, is if you can't see them, they can't see you either, so <laughs> there's no point adding more smoke. <laughs> but the cool part about the smoke is it didn't move. It just came out to a certain point yeah, and, like, nice little gap. Yeah, and, and created a perfect, like, fence, and then they just were shooting to the smoke. What the hell are you shooting at? This is awesome. The smoke is so dumb. <laughs> They need this stationary smoke technology, like for uh, those power plants and things that you know the smokestacks that come off of yeah. factories and stuff. If they just go over there, somebody comes out with like a vacuum and sucks it all up. It was amazing. I was really the smoke thing was the stupidest thing ever. But then you got to give the smartest guy on GI Joe is Zartan because he's like, look, now that these idiots have both put up smoke screens, they're never going to see us. So let's sneak on in and see what happens. Well, but see, but here's the thing. That wouldn't have mattered anyway, though. He, he was in a sub. Yeah, he's in a sub, and the ocean is boiling. So <laughs> I know. With the lava. With lava. That would seem to be the worst place to be. I don't know, but at least at least his theory made the most sense. Like, hey, they both have smoke screens. They won't yeah. see us. But I forgot about the boiling lava <laughs> and being in a submarine. So, yeah, so that was actually kind of dumb. <laughs> Like this, this whole island of no return. That's why nobody ever comes back. <laughs> the laws of physics just don't apply there. <laughs> it's just really dumb. And then all of a sudden they and see. Speaking of dumb. Well, they see the they see the. Spirit and storm shadow. Yeah, it's like why are there all these like. Oh, no, was- yeah, because you saw the eagle flying around, and they're like, "Oh, where's where's the dudes at? Where's yeah. where's the Native American guy?" And like him and him and Storm Shadow are having like this this weird like honor battle for some reason that I didn't quite like. Well, did they reach a mutual respect for each other at some point? I didn't get that. Like I didn't see that. Well, they, 
They're like, okay, we're they, running they, out of air. They were following so we're the formal die. fighting rules of, you know, that have been passed down through many generations between Indians and ninjas. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hundreds-year-old treaty establishing the rules of engagement for ninja Indian fights. And they were told by their fathers who were told by their fathers who were there told by their fathers, you know? Yeah, so many moons ago. This, this so what, is common knowledge, I thought, between ninjas. <laughs> so what happens is, like, they have a list of rules. If Okay, Storm Shadow, here's the deal. If you ever fight an Indian, these are the rules. All right, got it. <laughs> if, you, if you ever fight an Indian... And not like the dying Indian. No. Not an We're Indian. We're feather Indians here. If you ever fight a Native American Indian, here are the rules. And here are the rules if you're in water. There they are right there. Because there's a different set of rules. If it's like a, if and you're it's, losing oxygen. Yes. If it's a land fight, that's one thing. If it's a water fight, that's another thing. If it's a water fight and you're losing oxygen, that's a whole other issue. So here are the rules. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it just baffles me. So, yeah, so they're, they're going to... They're going to meditate about them possibly dying from no air. So they're just both sitting there meditating like idiots. <laughs> so back at the uh, Cobra Temple, Roadblock and Hondalu arrive there. And it's the last place Roadblock wants to be caught dead in. And he means dead with a with very big D. <laughs> but, but the whole idea of this Cobra Temple is too, it's, it's hydraulic. It comes out of the ground because you see these cars on a road to nowhere. Like literally, they're on a road to nowhere, like this convoy. And then all of a sudden, the Cobra Temple comes out of the sand. How did you construct no, such a thing? It's like the mummy movie. When the sun hits just right, it, everything shows up. Yeah. <laughs> so is it no it's not a barrage it's it's on hydraulics did you see the hydraulics though i didn't see anything i just saw the sun setting then poof it's there see i thought it raised up, yeah, out, of the ground. up out of the ground yeah yeah so like so if cobra put all their their efforts clearly in the arena of sports and the hydraulics on the building like they don't if they spent half the time training their troops this would be over in no time flat what the it's and like they have to like why not keep it underground because i imagine whenever it goes above ground everybody has to hold their positions otherwise you're gonna fall down there's probably a bunch of moving parts in the hallways and stuff you see a whole bunch of them standing between door frames yeah (laughs) go in the bathtubs and like and and it's obvious where the building is because there is a road in the middle of a desert that leads right to this giant empty spot like well here's the road stops right here jim i wonder what could be here i don't know yeah, this is in the 1880s when there aren't any satellites you know <laughs> satellites i can see you oh look at that hey there's a road there's a road that stops i wonder <laughs> let's go check google, it out google earth wasn't around in the 80s so this you know no one noticed this it's crap it's really dumb yeah <laughs> it's really dumb. The more I watch GI Joe, the the more I realize that it was just about the toys. Like that's it. It was just toys. Yeah. Like, that's the old, that's the only redeeming quality GI Joe has are toys because these episodes are just stupid. Which I, I looked still, it up. I still Honda want the toys. I know. Honda I still, didn't have a toy. Who? Honda Lou didn't have a toy. The blonde oh, chick. Uh, she's, yeah, she never joins GI Joe though. So. Oh, okay. She yeah. she's she's just the F toy, dude. Like they just all banger. <laughs> Hers is blow up. <laughs> it's inflatable <laughs> for Roadblock's big D. <laughs> so um, Destro kind of gives a nice recap of everything that's happened. About how, 
Cobra has the Hydro Master component, and they're still trying to get the Ion Correlator at the Island of No Return. And plus, they still have Duke and Snake Eyes, who I completely forgot they were in the dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad Destro reminded us of that. That was good. That was really good. And then Cobra Commander shows up, and then he's just yelling at everybody. Yeah, he's like, oh, what do you think you're in charge, Destro? I'm the boss. I'm the boss. I, I was supposed to do the recap, Destro. <laughs> <laughs> You see in the teleprompter, all the words in red are mine. You're reading my copy. You're stealing my lines, Destro. I'm so I'm sorry, Cobra Commander. <laughs> well, I got a little too excited, Cobra Commander. I was just I did not know when you were coming to be here, Cobra Commander, so I took your lines. I apologize. Oh, dear Cobra Commander. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm Cobra Commander? <laughs> sweet, sweet Cobra Commander. Cobra Commander. Like, he uses a lot of uh, terms of affection with Cobra Commander for some reason. <laughs> it's got to make everybody else uncomfortable. Well, cause he, I think it's because he hates him, so he's like trying to cover up his intense hatred for the man by just throwing out pleasantries, you know? Yeah, but last series he was insulting him the entire time. Well, he's trying something different this time. You get more, you get more bees with honey, you know? Yeah, when he was in his rocket ship, when he left Earth, he had a lot of time to think because he's by himself <laughs> waiting for the Earth to explode. You know, maybe I was a real douche to Cobra Commander. <laughs> If the Earth doesn't explode, perhaps next time we cross paths, I will be nicer to him. Dear sweet Cobra Commander. I will get a thesaurus so I have more expensive words to use for my affection for Cobra Commander. Oh, voluptuous Cobra Commander. <laughs> oh, my dear gentle lover, Cobra Commander. <laughs> Do you think he sings to Cobra Commander at night when he goes to sleep? <laughs> All lullaby style? Yeah. While he's waxing his chest. <laughs> Shining his dome. <laughs> so yeah, so um, they start preparing for the third mission. Yes. On the roof of the world. The battle on the roof of the world, my sweet Cobra Commander. <laughs> yeah so uh back in the cavern storm shadow he's kind of resigned to dying and he goes like um it reminds me of temple of doom in the beginning where uh indiana jones's chinese dude who's helping him says <laughs> oh i go discover the eternal secret first <laughs> they totally ripped that line off of indiana jones it's awesome this whole scene is stupid because they're just sitting in the water and they're like well how are we going to get out of here i don't know what do you want to do i don't know what do you want to do it's like it reminded me of like a, of a guy and his wife deciding what they want to do for dinner like the whole weird scene of like what do you feel like eating i don't know i'm just i just don't want pizza again all right well <laughs> we'll figure it out. I just kind of want to die here. I just want to want to drown or suffocate. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Well, no, I want to die trying to go through a blowhole. How about we do that? <laughs> All right, spirit, you always win. Let's do the blowhole. So they they go on, and again, it doesn't. The science is just stupid because there's an air pocket underneath. The, the, the it sucks all the oxygen out somehow. <laughs> <laughs> 
So if the Titanic would have been filled of pieces of the weather dominator, everybody could have survived because they just could have went underneath them. And then it just shoots them out. <laughs> the best part would have been they would have all boiled alive because the weather dominator would have like caused cracks in the earth and That's lava and boiling water again. So instead of freezing was, to death, Leonardo DiCaprio burned to death. That was one of the secondary design features of the weather dominator. It has to be able to hold oxygen underneath <laughs> But I, this is my favorite part of the episode because seeing the piece of the Weather Dominator, Storm Shadow, and the Indian guy shoot out of the uh, the geyser on the Mountain of No Return is awesome. Like it's just such a funny shot. Ooh! <laughs> what the hell is going on here? It's from uh, Die Hard. Uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance. <laughs> yes, it totally is. Ooh! John McClane goes flying through the air. <laughs> so fucking stupid. <laughs> the aqueducts see i'll tell you what though die hard with a vengeance was pretty good it was just maybe like 20 minutes too long yeah if, the if, end felt really tacked on yeah like if, yeah if you yeah totally like if you remember that movie it's like okay it could have ended here this would have been it but they just kept going and going and going it's like what are we doing here buddies he's fine yeah yeah, it was definitely it was definitely a, a, just a, it was just too long because I was watching the theaters. This was the last Die Hard I saw in theater because the other ones are just dumb. And I was just like, okay, when is this going to end? Like, when is this going to stop? Because they were still on that boat, like they dropped onto that ship, and there was that whole fight too. It's what is, yeah. it's too long. Yeah, the gold it wasn't in the ship. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, the um. Storm Shadow, he's so happy that he's alive. They let Spirit keep the uh, the component. Yeah, it's all he you. He runs away. Yeah, it's like, it's, it's like, all you. What's Cobra paying him for? <laughs> <laughs> Your job was to get this stupid thing. He's like, I'm go, you know what? You know, uh, you, you saved my life, Sugar Bear, so I'm just going to leave. I quit. Yeah, I owe you one. I owe you Spirit. But the weird part is, it's not like he quit to change his life and reform his existence. He just gave up for now. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, if he would have given up with, like, the whole Cobra thing and, like, ripped off his Cobra logo and thrown it on the ground and be like, I'm done with this. Then that's like, oh, okay, that's cool. But he's like, no, nah, you can have it. I don't need it. I got We got another one, I think, at the Cobra Commander base. So it's cool. <laughs> well, maybe it, was, maybe it was a deleted scene we didn't see. Maybe that, that fragment was actually, like, a, uh, a trap, like the – like what was the last series when it was all fumigating with uh, gas and stuff and killing everybody? Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> or he probably, when he left the island, he's like, oh, just go back to my apartment and pack everything up. He's like, shit, everything is in the temple. I gotta go back to the Cobra temple. I might as well rejoin Cobra. He hadn't gotten his last paycheck yet. So, <laughs> so tell me, where is the piece of the weather dominator storm shadow? Oh, I'm so sorry, Destro. <laughs> Wait a minute, you just gave it to him? That doesn't make any sense, my dear Storm Shadow. We'll You're breaking Storm up! <laughs> I was going to say, Storm Shadow just threw a ninja smoke pellet, disappeared. It's that whole storm technology they have, smoke technology they have. <laughs> the smoke just stays there forever. <laughs> <laughs> and he actually like, runs around the rounds Death Throw through the cloud. What are you doing? Watching you run by. There's so many places in Cobra Temple where there's just this pil pillar of smoke. <laughs> Stays there forever. <laughs> so yeah, so Spirit tries to leave with it, but then Firefly and some, some Cobra goons come and attack him. Yes, but, but they... 
they had guns, but none of them fired it. <laughs> Thank you, King. <laughs> it's in my notes. I've got it right here. Cobra soldiers have guns, but never fire. What the they, hell? they look at him, and they yeah, they have weapons in their hands, and like, let's go get him. And they fight him in hand-to-hand combat. It was just stupid. And get their asses kicked. <laughs> no, no, no. This, uh, this component that fell to Earth from orbit, it's too sensitive to get <laughs> You know, stray fire to hit it. So. And and the guy and, and the guy that looks the most important of the Cobra dudes got beat up by a bird. <laughs> As he was climbing the mountain, the bird flew over his head, and then he fell off the mountain. It didn't even hit him. No, it just was it was <laughs> it, it was pestering him. Like he just didn't like he was swatting at it and lost his grip and yeah. fell back. Maybe so he, he just watched Beastmaster, and so he thought that was going on. Those guys who like open up and turn you into bones was gonna come get him. So the only death in the ep- in GI Joe's history was caused by a bird by a guy who fell off a mountain. Because I don't know if he survived because we didn't see him again. Here lies Firefly. Rest in peace. Cause of death. Bird attack. <laughs> bird pestering. Death by death by freedom. Yes, and, like, and then the other Cobra dudes climb up the mountain, and again, like he said, they're holding weapons. They just don't think to use them. Yeah, but one person uses his weapon, Zartan. Yes. <laughs> so he helps uh, Spirit keep the component, and Wild Bill comes and picks him up. The cowboy picks up the Indian. Yeehaw, man! And helps him out. <laughs> so they can do their uh, their village people rehearsal. <laughs> man, we got to get the village people practice. <laughs> PP man. <laughs> Hope you didn't get your costume dirty. <laughs> and then I had a stain stick for you if you need it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they escape, and then um, yeah. Baroness is on the island because her hovercraft is on the on the land. And then all of a sudden, like a cobra plane, an unmanned cobra plane lands next to her, and she hops in and gets out. Like there was nobody else in her plane. Yeah. There was nobody in there. <laughs> like, I don't know how the hell that happened. It's so dumb. So That's their technology, man. I guess. The technology. If they don't have the stupidest soldiers. They have, they, they have a base that will levitate out of the ground in the middle of a desert, but you've got two morons with guns that don't think about shooting anybody. <laughs> there were smoke guns. They have sense enough to build a weather dominator, but they don't fire their action. And then they have ninjas that just retire. <laughs> I'm good. You know what? This whole ninja thing just ain't working out for me. I, I, I Retirement forfeit. plan isn't that great. <laughs> I, I forfeit. I forfeit to you. You guys, you don't have a 401k, Cobra. <laughs> quit. Maybe if you stop building giant arenas of sports and actually put some money into someone, if you match the 401k of some, some of your soldiers, people might stick around and actually use their weapons. Uh, but you know what? There is an episode that comes up later that shows that Cobra actually does take care of their troops really, really well. Really? Yeah. Like they have this, this Arctic retreat that has like women and stuff there dancing for the guys and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I forget. It's a dumb episode. It's like the uh, the Viper is coming. That's the name of the episode. So if you want to skip ahead and watch that one, but oh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's a really dumb episode. But it kind of shows the underside of Cobra and how, the, like, they, their morale and welfare 
let you know segment is as well funded as their arena of sports segment. Wow. So they, I mean, so they're just swimming in loot. Then why don't they spend any money on like training? Physics research. I'm pretty convinced that those two Cobra guys who were with Firefly, their guns were made of chocolate. I don't even think they were. They weren't even real weapons. I don't think they were. Were they silver? The were they wrapped in aluminum? No, like the gray was just. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, hmm. oh, mine is nougat. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's got almond. <laughs> so yeah, so um, Destro and Major Blood take the snake plane to the roof of the world, and Major Blood starts laughing maniacally again for no reason. He's insane. He's insane. That's what his yeah. cue cards say. It's just maniacal laughter. <laughs> They've got one cue card for Major Blood. They didn't have enough money to write more cue cards for him. So they just gave one giant cue card for Major Blood that says maniacal laughter. <laughs> What's funny about it, too, is like Destro says something, then Major Blood says something. He starts laughing, and Destro is just kind of looking at him. He doesn't join him in laughing. He's just like, oh, okay. Please, hopefully this ends soon. I don't understand what you're laughing at, my dear Major Blood. <laughs> sweet sweet major blood we really need to get you some professional help major blood that's why they hired dr mindbender eventually <laughs> <laughs> yeah so gi joe arrives on the other side of the roof of the world and they're going to use snow jobs glacier sleds to ride these sluice ways. Through the tunnel of love. Yeah. yeah. Rough Trade is worried about getting stuck. He's got stuck in holes before. <laughs> but he, gets, he gets mad at Shipwreck for trying to find a new date in for the tunnel of love. But I do. So that was kind of. But I will say I will say this, though. I did like um, Shipwreck's outfit. Not Shipwreck, but uh, the other guy. Uh, no, Shipwreck, because he, he had the pea coat on with the scarf. He looked very oh, nice. Yeah. It was a very handsome look. Yeah. A very good look. Yeah. My dear Cobra Commander. <laughs> yeah, so they're all, those idiots are all going in there. And then Zartan and the Dreadnoughts, they're climbing up the side of this to yeah. find a secret which, credit. Which I have a problem with. The dude's bitching about a runny nose. He's wearing no fucking sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you wore some sleeves, your nose wouldn't be running over that damn place. Put some clothes on, dummy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least some thermal underwear or something. Yeah. Put a scarf around your neck or something. Like, <laughs> I wore an extra pair of socks today. <laughs> yeah, so those idiots are climbing and they almost fall. And Baroness sees them in her rattler, and she's got this awesome black cobra helmet I've never seen her wear before. It's like the design of it and everything has like a cobra's head at the top. Yeah, it's it was pretty. Mm -hmm. It was awesome. Yeah. Again. But they don't have guys that'll shoot weapons. They have a really, they have really nice outfits. <laughs> so all three groups kind of arrive at this big sheet of ice simultaneously, and they start the dumbest hockey match in history. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, they all have ice skates that can attach to the boots. <laughs> And their boots magically have the attachments for it. Yeah. Well, I think, I think the reason why they brought the hockey equipment is because the piece of the weather dominator looked like a hockey puck, and they said, you never know. <laughs> yeah, but the Cobra guys earlier didn't want to fire at, uh, at Spirit because, he, because the fragment was nearby. 
Yeah. So we'll give them the benefit of doubt on that one. But these guys are firing these lasers and using that to d direct the laser core around. Is that not going to damage um, it or something? The cool part about it's a laser core. It can take laser fire. Yeah, okay. It'll, it'll, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. It'll absorb it like those stupid mirrors. But the cool part about the 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 Indians piece of the weather dominator is it looked like a giant anvil. So at least mm -hmm. this actually looked like something. Like I, for a while, I thought the piece of the weather dominator that the Indians were fighting over was in the was actually in that box. But it that was just the piece of it. Which I don't understand why yeah. they couldn't build that again because it was just like a like a square. It was a big square of metal. But this thing actually had like glowing apparatus to it, so it was actually looked yeah. kind of cool. But yeah. it did. It looked like a big glowing hockey puck. Yeah. I kind of like to think that when they got there, GI Joe and Cobra, they just kind of looked at each other. They all pulled out their ice skates. They're like, eh? <laughs> like a beer, yeah, like a <laughs> like a beer commercial or something. Yeah. The rough red yells flying V, and then they all go for it. This is like Bud Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> the Stanley Bud Cup. I haven't heard a good Bud Bowl reference in a really long I was mad when they got rid of Bud Bowl. I always thought that was a cool thing. It was the best part of the Super Bowl when your team's not in it. Yeah, it was the best part of a lot of those Super Bowls because a lot of those games were total blowouts, too. Yeah. You know? Like the 49ers, Broncos. Yeah, the 49ers, Chargers, like when they were just smoking uh, them. Yeah. The Bud Bowl. The Bud Bowl was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, so Cobra Commander's watching this hockey match, and he's getting pissed. Dude, this is great! Uh, the arena of sport is closed today, so now we can watch these guys. <laughs> but he breaks his communicator screen, and he immediately is like, all right, fire the guy who's in charge of fixing communications. <laughs> he <laughs> broke it by ripping his chair out, though. Let's talk about how he broke it. He ripped his chair off the floor and threw it into the console. Well, that's always how <laughs> it happens. <laughs> well, this is why they don't have money you know for retirement plans. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Roadblock and Honda Lewis, they sneak up on him and beat him up. And then uh, Roadblock, again, the Indiana Jones deal, he slides under the door. The only thing he's missing is, like, grabbing his hat on his way through. But um, Scrap Iron ambushes them. Well, I thought it was funny that he was singing the theme song, too. Let's talk about that. <laughs> like, <laughs> the theme song. After dropping some Mr. T references, he starts singing the theme song as he's diving through the door. Well, why not? Poorly. You got to do it. All my people are supposed to be able to sing well. <laughs> and it's weird because he's not really rapping either. Like, he's not rhyming, which is his whole spiel. So, like, they must attack that on a lot later because he rhymed you know sometimes what? and then sometimes he did and then he does again. Oh, it was very confusing. Yeah. Like, his whole shtick is kind of weird. This is where, uh, like, Ja Rule got the idea to start singing. <laughs> he's like, hey, Roblox did it. Why can't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. What would I do without you? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so Scrap Iron ambushes them and tells the troops to take them from behind. Yeah. So then, uh, then, then they beat the black man and don't do a thing to the blonde. No. Nah. Because <laughs> he was looking at her. <laughs> it's Emmett Till all over again. <laughs> <laughs> you all right, miss? So uh, once they're captured, Cobra Commander orders them to the arena of sport, of course. Of course, of course. They meet up with Duke and Snake Eyes, and they have to battle some Tron Snakes. Yeah, Tron Snakes. <laughs> so back at the uh, roof of the world, Storm Shadow saves Spirit, and now they're even. 
Because he <laughs> by some falling ice. Well, now it's all honor, dude. Yeah, because yeah. he, now he's rejoined Cobra again, so yeah. he's all good. <laughs> so uh, Zartan swoops in again, and he gets a laser core, and he offers it up to the highest bidder. But one thing you want to do when you're making something available to the highest bidder is not try <laughs> to kill the bidders <laughs> by starting an avalanche that's going to kill them all. Yeah, it's, probably, it's probably a bad idea. I want yeah. you guys to pay me, but die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which is uh, greater right now, my greed for money or my homicidal rage. So. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, Flint and the boys are about to get buried by the avalanche, and that's kind of where they cut out. There you go. That's that. Yeah. It just sucks. Like, I'm so, I just, well, luckily <laughs> we only got one more. It's the amusement park of terror. What could go wrong? That sounds awful. Like, (laughs) sounds terrible. The show is terrible. (laughs) I was wrong. GI Joe is dumb. Dumb. Like, it's just dumb. No, it gets better, man. It gets better. (laughs) It's weird because it's not. It's not even all that fun to make fun of because it's almost too easy. It's like this is just so (laughs) stupid. Like, it's it's just mind-numbingly retarded. Although I will say, like. You know, we kind of picked up on the subtext of like rough trade and shipwreck and all that stuff, but this episode really drives it home. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. kind of the double entendres all over the place. Yeah, like it's be take him from behind. Yeah, yeah. when he tells him to fall into my gaping asshole. <laughs> all right, how do we miss that as a kid? Do you spit or swallow? <laughs> Hey, go back and watch some of those old cartoons. I know one of them, Rocco's Modern Life, had a bunch of crap like that. And Ren and Stimpy. Oh, yeah. Ren, Ren, and Stimpy, oh. Ren and Stimpy was kind of notorious for that. But this is G.I. Joe. And like when they're talking about glory holes and stuff like that. It's... <laughs> <laughs> hey, rough trade. See you at the glory hole. You too, shipwreck. <laughs> Is that the name of the uh, the bar that's yes. outside the cover? The Glory Hole. <laughs> the cover town. That's where the YMCA cover band is playing at the Glory Hole. It's the bar right outside of GI Joe base. Yeah. It's like I don't know half the time if I'm watching a cartoon or a gay pride parade. Like I just can't figure it out. Like it's it's amazing. A little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. <laughs> I'm just waiting for fucking Donna Summer to show up and start singing. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> ladies, and, ladies, and ge- ladies and gentlemen, Bette Midler. I heard Liberace was going to be in the next episode. <laughs> Special guest appearance this week, the Weather Girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's like, I don't know. It's, it's, this show's pretty bad. It's not, this one wasn't, it's just some of it is just so, like the smoke thing is so stupid. And like, it's just awesome. Like, it makes me smile. It makes, like, as I'm watching this, I'm just going, you gotta be kidding me. Like, this but I'm gonna like, say, how did I watch this before? Like, what's even worse, though, is you look at uh, He Man. That is a fucking terrible cartoon. <laughs> I tried to go back and watch that, and I was like, no, I can't do this. See, I made How far did you get? Uh, like, the first episode. Yeah, that was it. I was like, no. <laughs> 
I think we, we talked about this on the old show a long time ago. Um, Voltron, Adult Swim started showing Voltron at like 2 o'clock in the morning. And I was like, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to DVR this and watch it. And I literally watched five minutes of the first episode. I was like, this is fucking terrible. It's, <laughs> it's the same scene over and over and over again. It's the yeah. same episode over and over and over again. And Transformers is that way too because they're just fighting yeah. those, those energy cubes. So at least G.I. Joe is a little different. But I mean, it's still like – They're episode, still doing the world tour thing. They did it last miniseries. They're doing it now. Yeah. Just like have a badass fight and show some cool toys and, you know, let's see, let's see rough trade and uh, shipwreck have sex. <laughs> and spoiler alert in the, uh, the next um, group of episodes is actually another miniseries, I believe. And it's the same type of formula. Fine. we fine. Something's all across the world. The world. Yeah. Yeah. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> well, yeah. turtles, turtles, the old turtles the same way. So, See, I, don't, I just remember the old turtle toys. I don't really even remember a lot of the old episodes, so I don't care. The yeah, new, the first, good. The new turtles is unbelievable. Yeah, I'm quite impressed with it. Actually, I, I really yeah. like it. Like, I couldn't get into it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That bum. That makes hey, sense. whenever you boys, whenever you boys are ready to do a turtles podcast, you let me know. <laughs> <laughs> is the original cartoon available anywhere? I know the original cartoons on DVD. I'm not sure if it's on Netflix. Um, the first five episodes was a mini series that was probably the best part of the entire ten season run. Uh, yeah. At, yeah. At the end, it just got weird. It was on for ten, ten seasons. What? It was on for ten seasons. Yeah. Wow. That's a long time. Yeah, they changed. They changed the last two seasons or so, and they got weird with the next like mutations and shit. And yeah, didn't they add chicks? Shit. They added a chick. Um, turtle? No, they, yeah. well, well, you know, you're talking about the live action one now. The live action one out of the turtle. Oh, uh, okay, turtle. okay, all right. Yeah, and right. that one's pretty bad as well. Yeah. A lot of good ideas executed horribly. Okay, because <laughs> the new turtles is dope. Like it's really enjoyable. Yeah, I found myself enjoying. It. It's still a kid's show at, the, at its core, but it's it has its fun moments for adults. <laughs> yeah. and it, it actually has a lot of throwbacks for the old fans yeah. too. So. I'm just not a fan of that style of animation. I think. It yeah, I can see that. Jive yeah. me. So. I can see that. But I dig it. I like uh, like there are points where I would watch it where I was laughing out loud at some of the jokes because I, because I'm a juvenile retard. <laughs> nah, they, well, they throw the stuff in there for adults again. It's not like yeah. it's not like Rough Trader by any stretch. But like one of the episodes, they had the um, stretch your asshole. <laughs> no, they had none of that. They had uh, they had the battle frogs or whatever from the original series, but they've updated them and stuff. And one of them was actually their Napoleon, and they got the John Hedder to do Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that's cool. For the frog. It was pretty sweet. He's got to make money somewhere. All right, so Dennis, what do you think of this episode? What do you give it? Uh, well, I mean, if we're being critical about it, then it's probably like a one and a half. <laughs> but if you're talking about how much I enjoyed watching it, yeah, just, just say like three and a half. Okay, so, so we'll give you a three. How about that? All right, sounds good. I'm gonna say about a two and a half. Like it wasn't, it was so weird and dumb, but it was still fun to watch. But it was yeah, that's it's, where I'm two and a half, yeah. three for me. I just can't wait to do Star Trek next week. I'm chomping at the bit <laughs> to review a Star Trek episode. So, well, there you go, guys. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. I'll put this out on Monday, and then we. I would like to try to do a Star Trek episode so we can have it out. So we'll have two in a week next week. So. If, My goodness. Yeah, so we'll do um well I want to do Star Trek. I just really want to watch Star Trek, I think, more than anything else. Yeah. So, um so yeah, so hopefully we'll do that next week so we'll try to get a date in. 
But, uh, but yeah, just G.I. Joe is just stupid. It's just dumb. Like, I hate to say it, but I, I was, I, you know what? I'll admit, I was wrong. That show was stupid. <laughs> A bunch of morons. All right, so, uh, so we will talk to you guys later. Uh, thank you for listening. And, again, next week is Star Trek, so dig that. All right, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everybody. That was good. That was really good. <laughs> later. Now I know. And knowing is half the battle. G.I. Joe. You're listening to DT Pod, a real American podcast. <laughs> <laughs>